Life Audio. Conforming or Transforming by Megan Kleppinger, read by Kelly Jane Micklin. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. Romans 12, 2. Character is always lost when a high ideal is sacrificed on the altar of conformity and popularity. Charles Spurgeon. Reading down a top magazine's list of the 100 best English language novels published since 1923 made my pulse quicken and my heart sink. As an avid and admittedly often obnoxiously distracted in public reader, I always have a book on me in case the opportunity to read arises, like when I'm waiting for coffee, caught up in traffic, or standing in a line at the Department of Motor Vehicles, to name a few examples. I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. I nearly had a panic attack not because of any distaste or disagreement over the books chosen, but because of the number of books listed that I haven't read yet. Quickly, I made my way to both the local library and Amazon.com websites and planned to start building my reserve list and filling my online shopping cart. As I moved my mouse to the search box so I could enter my selection, a little something I like to call my common sense came over me. Scolding myself, I whispered with clenched teeth, Megan, get a hold of yourself. After a few deep breaths, there was a point of rational thinking when I realized that I didn't know who wrote the list and that more than half the books selected would never have been my personal choices simply because of my dislike for the authors or the type of literature. I know and read what I like. Occasionally, I'll try something new or especially challenging just for fun, but mostly I'm loyal to a small circle of favorite authors. Isn't it easy to get caught up in what everybody else is doing? Polls, magazine, television advertisements, and movies are constantly telling us how to think, what to wear, who to vote for, what to watch, and in this case, what to read. As Christians, we need to be especially careful with messages dictating what is in. This list of books, for example, had several titles I shouldn't read simply because I'm a Christ follower. It's not about what I can handle in the content. It's about living a life that reflects and pleases Christ. When I choose to read a book, I'm making a decision to commit hours and hours engrossed in that story. As we choose what to wear, listen to, watch, or read, we need to remember what Scripture says about how we spend our time and what we spend our time focusing on. Like Philippians 4.8 tells us, Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, If there is any excellence, and if anything is worthy of praise, dwell on these things. A friend shared with me that a literature teacher in her Christian college was constantly putting down Christian authors in their books and encouraging the students to read good literature instead. Our discussion concluded with a couple of great thoughts. First, just because something is written well doesn't make it good or appropriate for Christians. In the same way, just because something is written by a Christian doesn't mean it makes for a good read. Most importantly, however, how can we justify spending time on books that don't glorify God when there are countless wholesome and well-written books available, written by both Christian and non-Christian authors? In light of eternity, when I faced Jesus one day, I don't think the excuse that I dwelt on something that didn't glorify God was because it was an award-winning book or movie will fly. Actually, I'd be ashamed to say I let popularity or a good story get in the way of my relationship with him. 
Basically, when my time on earth is through, I want it to be clear that transforming into the likeness of Christ was more important to me than conforming to the culture. Intersecting faith and life. As Christians, we need to remember that everything we have belongs to God, and with that in mind, consider how we are spending His time. For further reading, check out Psalm 90, verse 12. Hey listeners, thanks for joining us for the Crosswalk.com devotional podcast. To get all of our episodes straight to your phone during the week, subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. To find more devotional content like this, head over to Crosswalk.com. Hi, I'm Rebecca Scott. As a servant of God, wife, and mother of four, I understand the juggle of multiple roles and stages. That's why I created the Encourager podcast, to help guide us through the messy middle stage of life. Join me on the Encourager as we challenge the chaos and embrace harmony. Together, we'll create practical systems to balance your roles and fulfill priorities. And we will do it while having joy and energy for both home and work life. Tune in for inspiring stories and interviews, actionable tips, and methods to do both home and work life. Because here, we believe you can do all things, just not all at once. 